All right, listeners, we're going to start this episode off a little different because Katie has something to apologize for. Apology time! Apology! I have an official apology to make because I did an oopsie and I'm an adult and I can admit when I make oopsies and adults don't call them oopsies, (laughs) call them mistakes. I would like to formally apologize to our dear, dear friends who are also some nostalgic movie podcasters, the Retro Video Store Podcast. I would like to say, guys, I am so sorry because this shout out that we're doing right now, this should have happened long ago and I am so sorry, but we love them. So we're going to take the beginning to just kind of hype them up a little bit and tell you about them. Well, Kate, I feel like you should use their real names. That's true. Eric, Eric, Neil, Neil, and we think David. I David's part. I believe is David officially part, guys. I believe David is official, and I would just like to say the fact that you guys have three hosts, which it wasn't always in the beginning. It was just yeah, Eric and Neil. But adding David, guys. I mean, I just like claps to you because. I know how difficult editing is, and we only have two people, so I can't imagine how it's happening with three people, so go you guys, it's amazing. But their podcast is so funny, and I've actually been following them for a while, and I guess I should say we. You had me listen to it, and honestly, like, they seem very calm, and I just like that they pick the nostalgic movies like us, and even... Eric is like, what was it, the Starship Troopers episode? Yeah. He talked about working at Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like relatable. Yes, they also do nostalgic movies, and the movies are actually, they're pretty different. I don't think we've even had the same movie that we've done that they've done. They do a lot more, so there's like some ninja movies, there were some horror. Yeah, a lot of scary movies. So, you know, obviously (laughs) we we don't have as many of those. The Exorcist? Oh, yeah. Are you guys nuts? Yeah, that was, that's a scary one. Children of the Corn? Ugh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but seriously, guys, if you want to do um, Pet Cemetery and invite me on, I'm ready. <gasps> Oops. Oh my god, invite Katie on. Oops, just saying. Anyway, so yeah, it's just some a little bit of a different genre of movies. And if you like those, you can get so yeah. much more by listening to them. And you can find them pretty much everywhere there's podcasts. They're really listed everywhere, which is great. And they do have an Instagram, so you can look them up at the Retro Video Store Podcast. You can check them out. I follow them on there as well. And they do a good job of posting movies and hyping things up, which gets you excited for what's to come. So make sure you listen to them. And when you listen, similar to us, you then need to go and give them a bunch of stars, especially because Eric used to work at Taco Bell. And (laughs) we know he is scarred for life. So So give them a listen. The Retro Video Store Podcast with Eric and Neil and pretty sure David as well. Give them a listen. They're great. We love you guys. We love you guys. Sisters, sisters who've seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who've seen it. Sisters, shooby-dooby-doo-wop. Sisters, shooby-dooby-doo-wop. Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello. Welcome to 
the board game <laughs> clue. <laughs> okay, sorry. Music has oh, been playing man. in my head all week. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. You just took me back to the movie as you started to sing that. And then you saw, like, the title card and, like, the little, like, (laughs) scene transition. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Welcome, listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good to have you back. We're going to play a game today. Not like Saw. No. No. No, 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 no. No, thank God. No. Although... No. No. Okay, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me introduce ourselves <laughs> in case if you are new so you can get to know us and who you go and play a game with. So we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast for two sisters who are not movie critics, look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And it was Colonel Mustard in the library with <laughs> the lead pipe. Or was it Miss Scarlet <laughs> in the conservatory with the knife? <laughs> was there a conservatory in this movie? Was it the room with the plants? Was that? I think so. Okay. Nobody really went in there much, but huh. this movie, this 1985 cult classic, absolutely bombed <gasps> when it came out. My heart. That's because I wasn't born yet. <laughs> so that makes sense. It has. <laughs> A budget of fifteen million, so think of nineteen eighty five, and it only made three million. Oh, <laughs> it released. Ouch. And as time went on, it was like you either loved it or hate it, and the people that loved it kept it alive, and then it just like exploded as time went on. I love it so much. This is so you. This you <laughs> are that like person, you yep. know, that cult classic follow person. I totally am. The movie is Clue, by oh. the way. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at this. It's this okay. Is like, this is like episode 30 something and 34. I still forget to say the movie. <laughs> it's okay because you know what? We kind of kept with the format of the movie where you really don't know what's happening <laughs> for a lot of the time and then you know eventually and... Yeah. Synopsis, Kate. Oh, God. It's your pick. I know. Okay. I didn't even, I forgot to like practice. Um, okay. Me, me. Okay. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, the movie's called Clue. (laughs) It's based off of a board game. When, do you know when the board game came out? No, but I will look that up as you talk. It's okay. Parker Brothers board game. Based off of the board game, and if you've never played the board game, basically the whole idea is that there's all these different characters, there's all these different rooms in a mansion, and there's all these different weapons, and you have to figure out who killed, like there was a murder, and you have to figure out who did it, what room they did it, did the murder in, <laughs> and then with what murder weapon. And so the movie is based basically that except it gives you obviously more insight into the characters and you get to meet the characters and you hear some backstory and you find out that all the characters are kind of connected in a way and there's a lot of like political time 
is, which was interesting rewatching because, you know, those were parts I always was like, yeah, 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 no one cares, whatever. And being older, I thought some of the jokes were actually really funny now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so there is a murder in the movie and it happens when they're all there together. There's blackmail. There's also then like, what, four other murders or maybe five other murders after the first murder? So then there's like a lot of murders and everyone's locked in. You don't know what the heck is happening. <laughs> and then at the end, you find out who did it. Or maybe it was someone else. Or maybe it was everyone except one guy. There's three <laughs> endings. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, actually, I think one is supposed to be, like, the actual, is how they set it up. Okay, I read this sentence synopsis. A group of strangers, all being blackmailed, stuck in a mansion as a murder mystery unfolds around them. Yeah, it's literally what it is. I mean, I'm sure the plot of this movie has been used in murder mystery parties. Oh, yeah. And if not, somebody make that and give me money for the idea. Yes, and the first question you asked about when did the board game come out... 1949. Wow. Crazy, right? That is crazy. I mean, shoot, that's a long time ago. <laughs> like, you know, the thing that I immediately as this started, I had a couple kind of feelings towards it is, you know, so 1985, it was really fast. Yeah. Like, Talk, 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 boo, 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 boo. I was like, oh, oh, a little whiplash. It made yep. me think of uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, a oh, little yeah. whiplash. And then I thought about how funny <gasps> Tim Curry. it is. Oh, well, everyone's well, funny. Well, Tim Curry is... Steals the show. Steals the show. And Ugh. he is... He was not their first pick. <gasps> he was not their second pick. <gasps> he was the third pick for this movie. And could you imagine anyone else doing this? No. no. Who were the other two? It was names I... They were not... People like, who aren't important. Mm, <laughs> what do you know? Look at that. And, wow. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. When I watched this as a kid, or like, I don't know, a teen, preteen, whatever, I didn't really love it. <gasps> And re-watching it as adult, I found it to be hilarious. Well, because there's definitely a lot of, like, talking and humor through the talking. Ugh. There are some parts that, like, I think a kid would appreciate, like, when Wadsworth is <laughs> reenacting literally the whole movie um, oh by my himself. God. <laughs> like, that's funny and things like that. And there's some, like, physical comedy in here, too. But yeah, it is a lot of, like, talking adult jokes. Madeline. Khan. Khan. Okay. Okay, Madeline Kahn. Queen. Oh my god. Love her. I cannot believe how funny she is. And I read a lot about how she did a lot of improvising. <laughs> That's great. And I don't think I appreciated that as like younger. So you know how we used to talk about how movies are like designed for like kids or teens? I think yeah. this is an adult movie designed for adults because yes. I so appreciate it now. Yes. When you mentioned how Tim Curry that explains the whole movie, I <laughs> was the weirdo that rewound the movie Bridget! to say <laughs> that makes it long well of course it makes it long but i was like is he really telling the truth and <laughs> i honestly like was so, i was just as confused rewinding it as i was listening to him explain it and my head was just like oh this hurts i'm just gonna go back to the end oh my god i love how you were like i don't trust you wadsworth <laughs> i'm well, gonna I was look like, for myself well, I was like, wait, if you saw this movie, okay, let me ask you, have you seen the movie enough to be able to pay attention to like who the real murderer is? Because there's three endings, right? So 
which one is it? Mm -hmm. Or do you not care? Just the act of all three is what makes it kind of fun. No, I mean, I think the last one they give where it's all the different people, except for Mr. Green, were the killers, makes the most sense and kind of fits with everything. But it's also like, you know, in the movie land, you don't always see who's doing what at the same time. And there's parts where they're all split up. So, you know, it's easier to like get away with stuff like that. Also, there's no like, (laughs) no one's like dusting for fingerprints or anything. They're just like, who done it? We don't need forensics. (laughs) We're just gonna use our memories and, you know, make people confess. And then they literally all confess. I know. How funny is that? All of them. They're like, yep, it was me. It was me. <laughs> like, I did oh, it. Okay. It's like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Okay. All of the characters we have to talk about. Oh my God. But was your favorite Mrs. White too? Uh- or- <laughs> Yes, because, I love her. <laughs> like, who's your favorite character? I like her. I like Wadsworth. I really love Mr. Green, and I just feel like <gasps> I've always loved him because he just, like, he really gets, like, Flames. on a lot of the movie. And then in the end, he ends up being the only one not guilty. So I think that's why I liked him. <laughs> his whole, like, his character trait was spilling things. Then he would <laughs> yeah. just get nervous and spill on people. and Or, like, breaking things. And you're like, what? Very slapstick humor. Yeah. I laughed so hard every time. Like he he's a famous actor too, who of course I'm That's blanking Michael on. Keen? McKee? I follow him on Twitter. He's a wonderful <gasps> human in real life too. So We could tag him on Twitter. Yay! Annoying people! Let's do it! Let's annoy all celebrities. Yes. Alright. They have time to listen to our podcast. We'll be like, we love your Mr. Green performance. Circa like what 40 years ago 30 years ago who knows how about in 1985 the thing that he got blackmailed for <gasps> is that he's gay i know well no the movie is taking place in the 50s oh yeah that makes more that's sense. why i was curious about the game too i was wondering that too okay. but it says that this is supposed to all take place in new england in 1954 wow i did they say that in the yeah. film and i missed that oh man it was like a title card i think oh wow okay that describes why their outfits were so kind of like over the top that and also even like some of the weapons you know like there's no machine guns or anything guys you know we got like the revolver and then it's just like household <laughs> items are the weapons <laughs> like a wrench a candlestick a pipe and you're like what the flames like these are just hard <laughs> objects i don't understand there is a knife though but it's a tiny knife it's not like a super scary knife it's like a nail file <laughs> yeah, in 2021 just, yeah probably like a letter opener or something <laughs> just i don't know and then there's the rope though which is scary because it's like a noose i kind of want to go character by character and talk about them yes do you want to yes Ooh! we could go through how they're introduced do you want to do that Ooh. Do you want to do that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know. All right. Well, the first one that comes on is the one, the only Queen King, Tim Curry. We love him. He is Wadsworth. 
And first thing he does is give a dog a bone. <laughs> Knick-knack, honey-whack. <laughs> so nice. And he also steps in dog lane. And then everybody thinks that they stepped in dog lane. But they just smell him and he pretends like it's not him. And I couldn't stop thinking about his character in Home Alone as the butler. <laughs> or Home Alone 2. And I was just like, oh my god, he is so funny and he looks so young in this movie he too. does yeah his, so his energy and like i can't believe they would have thought of anyone else playing that yeah. besides him and in the beginning of the movie he's not like super animated because he's kind of like got the whole like i'm the butler welcome everyone nice and calm everybody's calm everybody stay calm nobody panic <laughs> and then like as the movie goes on then he kind of starts to show his true colors and then he literally does a one-man show recite the entire movie as I would do. So... Wait, so I want to make sure I got his backstory right. So he was Mr. Body's butler and Mr. Body convinced his wife to kill herself. And so he blamed Mr. Body for her death. Is that the truth? Okay, but this is where it gets, (laughs) this is where the mythos gets a little hazy now because, okay, the whole movie, the backstory is he was Mr. Body's butler. Mr. Body found out that his wife was, he goes, my wife was friends with socialists and they all go (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) which was one of the jokes that I laughed so hard at because like I feel like the movie was like satirizing that like their reaction but also I wasn't sure because it was so absurd anyway so his wife was getting blackmailed by Mr. Body then she killed himself because of it so yeah But if you go by the final ending, the one where there's multiple people who were the murderers, in that you find out actually Wadsworth was really Mr. Body the whole time. And that the guy who was Mr. Body or that they thought was, was actually the real Wadsworth. It was confusing, but. Wow. The layers. It's a lot. I liked him being more of the hero than him being the ultimate villain. Like I didn't believe it as much. I was like, okay. If I had to rate the endings, I don't believe that one as much because I liked you as the hero. Yeah, it's a hard act to keep up for like an entire evening and then all these things go wrong that you don't expect to go wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that is as real for real people. Okay, who's the next character? Okay, so that's Tim Curry. So then, oh, and then you see like Yvette who was the the booby maid. (laughs) That's just her character. It's just, you know, her boobs are out, I guess. I know. I was like, this is so 80s. But wait, I gotta tell you a story about the French maid. Oh my. She wanted that role so bad. Why? And I don't know, at the time, I guess this was a really hot project to work on, that she showed up in a maid's outfit for the role. And in 1985, they're like, you know what? That creativity, you hired. They're like, you look great in that. I know. Don't talk. We don't need talking. I was just like, I know. I was like, wait, so you have like a terrible accent and big boobs. This is so boring. Yeah, she did. She sure did. So she's there. I think Colonel Mustard is the first one to come. Yes. Although I didn't write that down, but I think that's what I remember. Oh, I wrote them all down so I could guide this. Okay, please do. Because now I'm like. Colonel Mustard. Colonel. It was Colonel Mustard at the front door (laughs) with the raincoat. Okay. Why does everybody, when they talk. 
talk about Clue, pick Colonel Mustard, even though he wasn't technically like the main one out of the two endings, if that yeah, makes sense. I know. Like, what is it just that that's like people can recite his name? I more? feel like that, yeah, it's just the name is very like mem- <laughs> memorable. So, okay, so his character flaw was that he liked prostitutes and sold. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, but like, I don't think that was why he was getting blackmailed. He, he was getting blackmailed because for old aircrafts, he would sell radios well, to foreign. During the war. During the war. Yeah. Right? He would sell radios off of old he aircraft. He took radio parts from aircrafts during the war that like people were using and then like didn't work. So it was like treason. He kind of like was committing treason in a very like convoluted way. Okay. But then yes, there was the prostitutes and then he was like, oh, Mr. Body said he'd send those to my mommy. And I'm like, Crow Mustard, how old is your mom? What's going on here? I'm confused. Like, (laughs) I, yeah, I didn't believe that one as much, but like, you know, he kept flirting with, you know, Miss Scarlet the whole time. They all did, except Mr. Green, which is why he's cool. <laughs> but with Colonel Mustard, the thing that I thought was so funny is when he said about the radios, I think it was Miss Peacock was like, and all those American radios, all those airplanes that didn't have radios, or was that Mrs. White? No, that was Miss Peacock, you're right. Oh my god. She's like scolding, like, like she's a school teacher. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh my god. I actually felt like when I rewatched this, I kind of felt like he should have been one of the people who was like the soul. I killed yeah. everyone because he literally is the one that's like, let's split up yep. and like does a whole 180 because he's the one who in the beginning, he's like, there's safety in numbers. So you're like, yep. yeah, totes. Absolutely. We learned this from Scooby Doo, from like every <laughs> horror movie. You're 100% right. And then literally like two scenes later, he's like, let's split up. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? What's happening? And he like goes on this whole like speech about why they should do that. So I just felt like I was like, that's weird. Like why? I just didn't know why that was coming from him if it wasn't purposeful. And then they kind of try to tie it into the last ending where they're like, well, it was Colonel Mustard's idea to split up. I'm like, yeah, but then he only kills one person, but there's like eight other million deaths. But like it was only what? What are you talking about? I know. Yeah. All right. Do you know who comes after Colonel Mrs. White? (laughs) She's so good. Oh, like, how many times has she been married? I wrote, Mrs. White is dressed for her next husband's funeral right now. (laughs) (laughs) That is brilliant. Okay, she had five husbands. That's a lot. Okay, well, it's a lot. And then all of them died. Well, one disappeared. Okay. And she goes, that was his job. He was an illusionist. And then Wadsworth goes, but he never reappeared. She goes, oh, wasn't a very good illusionist. Amazing. That line what, that you just said, I was just on the floor. I mean, her timing, her so humor. I, honestly, she has a little bit of like dad in her where she had these like silly facial reactions, but her timing <laughs> was gold. Yeah. The ending scene where they were like, and you killed a vet because yeah. a vet slept with one of your husbands. And she was like, I hated her. I I hated her so much. I, I, I hated her. I, I felt I was hot. I had flames. 
on the side of my head how much I hated her and her her like I lit her finger gestures. I was just I was like rolling on the floor. I was like, this woman deserves like an award. That was probably ad libbed because that was so oh good. Oh my god! And then they all just like move on. Like she's still talking. They're like, anyway, on to the next person. This is gonna be a while. So she's just like she was so good at like making you think she was the killer while making you think she was innocent while just being this like comedic relief that you didn't expect yeah oh my god and then that whole i mean what the mesh like her hat like uh, <laughs> yes. with the mesh in front literally like funeral garb i'm like you're literally in all black i don't know what's happening so i want like cult following of just her like i need to know more about her i want uh, mrs white or the actress the actress she was in a lot of mel brooks movies uh, she was in blazing saddles okay and okay. she was in young frankenstein okay and i actually feel like she's a really good singer and might have been in some movies where she had to sing like before even this movie i just i didn't appreciate her as a kid and being older i'm like wow okay let's see and then the car breaks down so convenient timing is convenient yes yeah so mrs peacock no no no, miss scarlet oh god i'm screwing it up miss scarlet gets picked up by professor plum yeah both literally and figuratively because he's gross and i guess she's a lady so like what i don't (laughs) She did the, like, leg kick up to get, like... Okay, let me just... If you were on the side of the road... In no, the my nowhere, legs are not shaved, so no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, one, can you imagine trying to, like, pop your butt out as you're under the hood, and then you kick your leg up to get a guy to stop? Um, I'm sorry, I don't want any guy to stop because you're gonna murder me. Yeah, I would go hide behind my car. <laughs> like, I would be like... Me. I'd be, I'd be like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Oh, my God. So she pops her leg up, and then he stops. Like It was like a cartoon. I was like, this yeah. is weird. So I read all about how many like famous people wanted her role, like Madonna oh. and all these other people. But I thought she was a really good cast, Yeah, I too. thought she was good. She played her role really well. But she was kind of this, like, she ran the prostitute ring, and I didn't understand like what she was being blackmailed about. I was very confused with her story. Because it, uh... Because she sold... But she only says it at the end that she sold secrets. Yeah. And then Professor Plum had sex with one of his patients so he lost his license yeah and the blackmail was just so that his new job like doesn't find out about that but like how do they not know about how do they not know how do they not know i don't know loophole i really liked miss scarlet's coat that had i don't know it wasn't a hood it was like a <laughs> like a collar <laughs> That yeah, literally it was, was like over her head. It stood up. What? It was so big. What do you do with that? It was like Alice in Wonderland, Queen of Hearts. Oh color. my god! Wait, do you think like that was on purpose? Because her name is Miss Scarlet, and like Queen of Hearts was red. <gasps> Connection. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she was interesting. I mean, in the whole story where it's like, oh, she killed everyone. I'm like, mm, okay, well, 
I know. She could. Okay. I also read that if you notice, she's never really technically sitting down. She's always like leaning sitting because the dress they gave her was just all wires that she like literally physically couldn't sit. And so I had that in my head watching the movie and I thought, (laughs) there's no way you killed everybody. You can't even sit. Girl can't move. So (laughs) like, how are you supposed to murder people? Like, and you have heels on. I can't walk, let alone murder people in heels. Well, and it's also like, okay, let me get this straight. So if that was the actual ending, you're telling me that you went to this party, intended on only killing one person, and then magically, all these other people that you magically knew magically, and then in the spur of the moment, you decided, you know what? I'm going for multiple homicide. I'm going for jail for life right now. Here we go. And then you just do it? What? No planning? No way. I know. There's no way. I don't believe it. And then did you hear the really lame um, Gone with the Wind reference that Wadsworth does at the end of that ending? No. Wadsworth like takes the gun from her and then the cops come in and then she's like, Wadsworth, don't want to take me or something. And he goes, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, people, come on. Uh, well, I... <laughs> I did love um, Professor Plum, the the singing telegram, which no one we understands love. why. I am your singing telegram. <laughs> Bam! Bam. <laughs> Love it. Like, I believed him killing her for yeah. that. Like, I get it. She was the patient. He lost. But, like, I just felt like Professor Plum was this skeevy. All he wanted to do was, like, make out with people. And I'm just like, ew. Yeah. He was just, like, really skeevy. He didn't age well. He was gross. And then he kept trying to use, like, psychology on people, which I think is a really old character. It's like, I'm the psychologist and I can figure out how to, like, make you all do what I want. Well, it's also like a little bit of like mansplaining in psychology because it's like, well, I'm like a professional male psychologist, so I'm first smart. And you're like, "Mm, nah. Nah. And you also got fired. You don't even have your license. Technically, (laughs) you're not a psychologist. anymore okay just saying okay then we talked about mr green who's just magical and we all love mr green i love him but mrs peacock i think comes next too oh her voice is so annoying (sighs) she's like how annoying is her voice i feel like she and like there's no one that specifically comes to mind but i just feel like i had her as a professor in grad school yes right like she's just like one of the and you're like Pay you so much money. Why is this happening? Why are we doing this? Oh my god. Her voice is like as she was speaking, you wanted to either like pull out the words faster or hit her because <laughs> she just was so slow. She did get slapped by Mr. Green. So. <laughs> No, I loved him. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to tell you something about Miss Scarlet. I forgot about Carrie Fisher (gasps) was supposed to play her, but it was right before she went to rehab. Oh. 
well, that's important, Carrie. So it's good you went there. If people want to learn about Carrie Fisher's amazing skills, besides what you think, listen to our sister act episode. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. queen. One day we'll do a Star Wars episode when I can peer pressure Bridget. <gasps> and then Bridget will be like, I have a lot of questions. Oh, God, it'll be like the Pokemon one. I'll need you, Mary, Jimmy. I'll have like a PowerPoint. I'll need like a whiteboard. I don't even know. Oh, man. One um, day, one day. Okay, and then Mr. Body. But like, what a weird character. Why did they pick him? Yeah, he was weird. He was weird looking. He was weird acting. Yeah. And like, that's why if you think of, again, the endings, you're kind of like, okay, I guess I could believe it because Mr. Body comes in and he doesn't like reveal anything right away. He kind of is like, what are we doing here? And then Wadsworth is like, everyone's invited. Like, it was like weird, like their interaction because you didn't know what their relationship was. And I could have seen it as like Wadsworth was the butler. But then like, I could also going back be like, well, well, maybe, maybe it could have been reversed. Yep. Well, because he tried to run out, remember? And then, and you were like, why would Mr. Body leave the place he showed up to? But he would because Wadsworth like organized it all to basically out him. But then if that's not what was going on, but Wadsworth was trying to make everyone think it was him, then I could also see him if he was the butler trying to run away too. Like I could see both. Listeners, at this point in the episode, we want you to write down in the card who did it, in what room, with what weapon, put it in an envelope, and when we're done with the episode, then we'll figure out the real answer. One day we'll learn. One day. We really won't. But definitely was not Mr. Green, so don't even, just frame his card (laughs) on your wall, because that's where it deserves to be. Every time I play Clue with you, I'm just gonna make Mr. Green the murderer, (laughs) so I always win. (laughs) I don't even remember how to play. (laughs) Okay, wait, 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 can we talk about how? Okay, it gets to the end, and he's like, I know how it was done, and everyone's like, what? And then you play the music. Literally plays my head. And then, and then he Chevy Chase Christmas vacation style high knees into the kitchen. <laughs> there was a lot of that at the dying. end. I was dying. Yeah. How many takes did he do? I bet he got a full on workout for this role. They, and then they were all running that way. And they were all running this way. I was well, he's laughing running, and then so he's like hard. non-stop talking and monologuing. <laughs> and he was talking so fast, like recounting everything. And, and he kept going. And to make a long story short, and they all go, too late. And I was like, should I say that? Is that me? Okay. Yes, it is. Okay, wait, let's talk about why did all the random like people show up? It was like Wadsworth invited strangers. Oh, I have to use your phone. Oh, my car broke down. Oh, I'm the cop. But like, then he would always lock them in the room. Yes. Which I thought was weird. And then they all end up dying. So why did they keep coming? Well, okay. They start arriving after Mr. Body, who may or may not be Mr. Body, (laughs) was dead or they thought he was dead. And like Wadsworth allegedly didn't know that was going to happen. Allegedly. (laughs) So so I think he didn't think the other people were going to die. I think he was like just going to invite them to like throw people off of the trail that he was a killer somehow and be like what a surprise and then at the end he was like oh you all killed off the informants so then there's like no witnesses or like there's no 
like leads or whatever at the end to like lead it back to me. But he locked them in the rooms because they were literally bodies. dead bodies by the time they yeah. came. Because Mr. Body was dead and then the cook was the second one to die. <sighs> like, could you imagine Mrs. Peacock? You're telling me. You're telling me. I know. Mrs. I know. Peacock. I know. Is running to the kitchen no and way. viciously stabbing a cook in the back? No. No. Just because of monkey's brains, her favorite dish? I don't think that's why she killed her, but... Well, they made that connection that they knew her because... Also, okay, wait. You started in the beginning of this episode about the political ties. We have to bring back all the political ties. Yeah. So everybody worked for the government, or they lived in Washington. Or they but lived I think in Washington. most, like most of them, were government related. Like Miss Scarlet, I think, was the only one who didn't technically work for the government because she had her own prostitute ring or whatever you call it. But then those all coerced with politicians. And stuff. Yeah. Professor Plum worked for the World Health Organization. Someone worked for United Nations? Is that Colonel Mustard, maybe? Ugh. Or like Mrs. <laughs> P- Mrs. Peacock's husband was her a husband. S- yep. senator. Yep. Mr. Green was... Uh, what? Well, later we find out he was in the FBI, but they didn't know that. They didn't know that, but he had some other explanation for what he did that was Washington related. And I don't remember what it was. And then Mrs. White... Oh, m- maybe Mrs. White's husband used to work for United Nations. Okay. One of them did. So that was her connection. And then, well, Colonel Mustard was like a colonel. Yeah. So he was like, a, like in the military. And then, was that everyone? Yeah, I everyone think so. raise your hand? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. It's a very ensemble cast. Oh my God. As we're talking about this, I'm literally getting a headache keeping up with who murdered <laughs> who. And I don't know. And it, okay, so the reason it flopped when it came out was people were so mad about this whole three ending nonsense. <gasps> what? But it's fun. Okay, what, like, describe what you like about the three endings. I don't know, because it's like, it's based off of a game, people. And like, it's a silly movie. This isn't supposed to like, hit you in the heart and feelies, you know? So, I don't know, I think it's fun. Because they do explain how the three different ones could work. And it was just more material of people I like. So, I hate it. I thought it was fun. So, I don't know. I, I guess I don't have an opinion about whether I like, like it or not. I think I like the the way you're approaching it though like if people just think of it as fun you won't take it so seriously all the people that ripped it apart I think were like how dare they call this a movie with three endings like a movie needs endings and it's like but they're also like making a movie off of a board game and no one's really ever done that if you watch it now it's so funny they were obviously trying to make it really funny this is supposed to be a comedy like this is not supposed to be like a drama mystery movie it's a comedic movie with like a mystery theme in my opinion so those people need chill pills what would you say if you like had the perfect scenario and somebody was like what movie should i watch and you're like oh because of that scenario you should watch clue when should someone watch clue all the time (laughs) any moment you have just put it on (laughs) i want you to just forward to mrs white's (laughs) hated her so much 
much. Flames? Flames on the side? Hot flames on I the side of my head? I would watch it. Well, you have to, you do have to pay somewhat attention. It's, I don't think it's a background movie. You have to kind of, cause then you're gonna enjoy it more if you're paying attention. Probably need, you know, to be feeling a little patient because it's not a lot of things that happen all at once. It's kind of like little things that build up to the end and then again being patient that there's three endings to like have that expectation yeah i don't know <laughs> that's all i got well and I- do you think a lot of people did like murder mystery nights after this movie and like that's what it could like get you inspired to do a murder mystery movie i would bet that didn't come around from this movie okay but it is a thing because i want everything in that i love that's a movie to become a broadway play (laughs) how cool would this be as a broadway play that every night a different person was the murderer oh wait that has to be this is such a good like because it's an ensemble cast so you've got lots of actors and everybody is pretty equal for the most part except the people that get killed you know but everyone else it's not like there's one star like i feel like everyone is the star to the same degree this has to be a play are you looking it up i'm not looking it up i was looking up any other fun facts i forgot to share and one of them is if you want to add to your movie trivia game all of the characters show up in cars the same color as their name <laughs> wait but not everyone has a color name yeah they do what is mrs peacock what color is a peacock oh blue blue i feel like that's like a famous oh peacock blue okay so yeah, peacock right? is blue what about colonel mustard yellow yeah <laughs> wait are what we about... go through the colors <laughs> What about what about Mr. Body? <laughs> it's not a part of okay, it. Okay, okay. I just I don't know. I was like, okay, I can't forget that. But I think we should talk about the funny lines. First of all, Mrs. White, you mentioned the illusionist. That's by far one of the best lines. We mentioned how she hated a vet. That was another great line. I like the part too where they're all, which is the whole part with Colonel Mustard and Wadsworth, and they're arguing about Colonel Mustard was like, is there anyone else in this house? And Wadsworth is like, yes. He's like, who? And he's like, I meant no meaning yes. And like, they're just literally going on and on. And she takes a glass and she like smashes it. And she goes, what? <laughs> and then she literally yells at them and then like throws the glass in the fireplace <laughs> after yelling at them. It's so funny. Oh my God, she's so funny. And then there's one scene where they were like, and then the guy did this and then she goes, oh, and she just makes a scared noise. Oh my God. So you're also making me think of Tim Curry when he was like, and your gun has no bullets left. And he was like, one plus one plus two plus two plus one. (laughs) And and, And she was like, no, it's one plus one plus two plus two. And I was like, what? And then he was like, one plus one plus two. Oh my God. I know people like that and they Uh, are so annoying. (laughs) If there's bullets in the gun, let us know. We don't need to count it. I thought one thing, this isn't related to a funny line, but I thought one thing that the movie did well is again, you didn't necessarily know who was guilty or not because they really, in my opinion, did a good job 
of throughout all the different events that happen, everybody is always like yeah. kind of taken aback by everything. Yeah. And even the whole like when they split up and everyone is like afraid <laughs> because they're like, now I'm paired with someone who could be the murderer. And like, I don't remember who it was, but someone's like, yeah, but what if we get paired with the murderer? And then someone else is like, then we'll know who the murderer is. <laughs> and they're like, but then we'll be dead <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, I rewound the movie to be like, oh, could I have known? Could I have like believed one of the endings? No way. No way. It was so fast. And you're right. Everyone's afraid. Yeah. At all times. Yep. And even the, like, I think the most obvious one is the lights go out for Mr. Body and Professor Plum shoots the gun, which he was given. He was. And in your mind, you're like, okay, it has to be him trying to kill Mr. Body, but he missed. And he was like, well, I missed because someone took it out of my hands and here's the bullet in the wall. And I'm like, oh, maybe I missed. I was so, uh, like, easily convinced of, yeah. like, the misdirection. Right. Or even how, like, with the secret passages. And you're like, of course oh there's God. secret passages in this giant mansion. Like, where are we? What's happening? And like, oh, well, Miss Scarlet found one of them. So, like, maybe she knew about it the whole time. And then it's like, like the same argument they use for curl mustard they're like well he found it you could have known about it the whole time and blah 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 and you're like yeah 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 the flame cop that he's like i need to look around they're all like oh and then they literally stage a makeout scene where mrs white is making out with dead mr body and she's moving his hand to caress the back of her head i was like Oh, they all also thought of that very quickly. I would have been like, let's get a blankie and like <laughs> put it over them and that'll work. But like, no, they all were like, we're going to make out with these corpses. <laughs> let's do it. Or they were going to like one guy, they were like, let's make him drunk. I'm like, oh, like that. I wouldn't have thought of either. You, you Never. literally just have a dead person sitting there and you're just going to hope it looks like a drunk person. Did they know about the secret passages at that point? Um. Because why wouldn't you hide them in a secret passage? That's what I mean. Like, I don't think there was time. I'm not making out with a dead person. They did know about the secret passage because the motorist died via secret passage. And then they found him through the secret passage. And then that's when they also found out that the cabinet was opened when they thought they threw the key away. But he didn't throw the key away. I've had one drink and I can't keep up with (laughs) who did what. And I watched the movie. Well, funny about that is because I also felt like they were all drinking a lot in the movie. It was like... I need a drink. And everyone's like, samesies. Like, they all, like, immediately get a drink when they get in. They get drinks during dinner. They have drinks after dinner. Then there's Mr. Body drama. And then they're all like, let's have another drink. And then they're like, maybe the drink is poison. And they're like, ah, we're afraid to drink. But then they literally all go back to drinking, like, ten minutes later. I'm like, hey. That's when, that's when Mrs. Peacock loses it. And Mr. Green smacks her. And I was like, we all wanted to do that. Okay, this whole speed, like, this whole, like, whiplash, I'm so tired. The dinner itself literally they were like okay here's the soup okay here's oh my the god okay. i know oh we liked it okay let's go have a drink i was like i i'm pretty sure they didn't eat anything if i was at that dinner i'd be so upset i'd be like i didn't get any food i didn't have any time it sucks mrs wait, peacock wait, wait. talked the whole time <laughs> so annoying i hate being here Ugh. 
that's before everyone died, so. <laughs> wait, wait, if you could be any character, who would you be? Mrs. White. Okay, I mean, I don't want to murder, like, husbands or, like, anyone, but I just want yeah. her, like, aesthetic. Oh my god, and she, I read, because I was like, okay, why was it a cult classic? I was trying to see if there was, like, a theme, and one of them talks about how Mrs. White is, like, a feminist. Like, if you well, pay attention to all the things she says and, you know, like, how she, like, talks about things. I would argue even Miss Scarlet, too, because she kind of rolls her eyes at all the guys. And she's like, you guys are gross, and I literally use you all for money, and you all give me your money because you're stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And Miss Peacock isn't, because she sucks. <laughs> she's so much God, nobody should be Mrs. Peacock. No. <sighs> Which... <sighs> Honestly, if we could redo Clue, I might get rid of her. No, you need her. Why do you need her, though? Who's going to kill the cook because of monkey <laughs> because brain? Because of monkey brain. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, think about it. Like, if she, if you got rid of her, wouldn't it be, like, really awesome? Well, but then you would be uneven because you had to have the even amount of people for the splitting up scene. Ah. So. But we didn't need a vet to well, be Well, we can't a leave a vet alone. She's going to either cry or she could be the murderer. She's got to go along. <gasps> That. Yeah. The poor cook, man. The cook got like shafted. No, what did we she do? We didn't even learn anything about the cook. She had one line and then she got murdered. Pretty much. Or she had the knife when Tim Curry shows up and I was like, oh, is she scary? It's and where she says her one line and you're like, oh, what? Don't get it. Can you do the music again? <laughs> Right across the whole library. Like literally, I'm like, oh my god, I am so tired. I think I literally write that in one of my notes. I was like, I am so tired following this movie. I love it. I love it. That music plays in my head. Oh my god, Tim Curry. At one point, oh my god, he had so many funny scenes, but I don't know why I started just giggling at like slapstick humor where he was like all right i'm in a room it's dark dory i'll put the lights on and then he's in the shower and he just turns it on <laughs> so i funny. literally again went back to home alone 2 vibes yeah. where he was like in a shower they didn't want to be in and i was like oh my god Kim, tim curry i love when he's reenacting the whole night and he's like and then we you know all ran to the kitchen and then they run but he goes in the secret passageway and so mr green like runs up to the fridge and then he turns around like excited because he's like we're here and then he's like well where is he and he falls out they literally play the same exact shot of miss scarlet smoking a cigarette indoors and then screaming it's literally the same scene they just cut copy pasted and she screams and he catches tim curry and then mr green just drops him and like rolls his eyes and then tim curry just keeps going with the story and he's like by now she was dead and we realized she was dead so then we all did this and you're just like oh my god so real oh my god oh. he really was incredible and now you're making me think about the mrs peacock scene when she tries to faint and tim curry just like lets her fall through his arms and she falls to the ground i'll get her and then he, he doesn't catch her and the camera doesn't even move you don't see anyone's face and he's just like sorry she just like wiggles to the ground. I was like, nobody likes you, Mrs. Peacock. Oh my god. 
It's just so funny. It's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. I did like with the endings that the only consistency was that whoever has the gun is the murderer. Yeah. I was like, okay, at least we have like something to follow because I'm really tired (laughs) trying to follow this stuff. Bridget's like, I've been taking notes. I don't have a highlighter. Every round. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I I have a headache. Rewound. What even? Well, because I was like, how cool would that be if I could like pay attention? No way. You could watch this over and over and over and not remember it all. The one part that like I feel like can't dispute was that and like again, this is why I think the last ending is the one that was the real one is the scene where they hear Yvette screaming and they go to check on her. They're like, there was one person who wasn't with us and that's who killed the cook and literally the only actor you don't see is Mrs. Peacock. You don't see Damn. her because she had just did the thing where she thought she was poisoned. So like part of you could be like, oh, she's sitting, you know, whatever. But that's why like with the other ones where I was like, you think Miss Scarlet, who was literally in that room that we all saw her in? You're telling me yeah. she, what? how she do that? So like, again, the Mrs. Peacock ending, sure, but mainly the last one. Yeah. So you believe the last ending? Yes. Every single individual murdered someone separately. Except Mr. Green, because he kept saying, I didn't do it. Your favorite. Love him. Mr. Green would be a great Men in Black Yo! edition. What a cool... Oh my god. Wait, could you imagine at the end if instead <laughs> of like all the FBI people, it's all Men in Black people and like <laughs> there's like the little pug and like... <laughs> Oh my god. And what if all of the Mr. Plum is like an alien and he unzips his body <laughs> like Mrs. Peacock's an alien? Mrs. Peacock would def be an alien. Oh my god. 100%. Oh my god. Oh, that would be, wow. Does anyone want to make that movie? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> A murder mystery clue-esque movie, but it's a crossover with Men in Black. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, he'd be so good. Oh my god. That would be amazing. And then the last line he says is he goes, I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife. Um, <laughs> Which he's a gay man, so. <laughs> but he's trying to hide it. Right. So that's, so why, that's he, why like, it was, yeah. <laughs> Which, funny. by the way, thank God people don't care as much if you're gay or whatever versus like how it used to be. Yeah. But I mean, how lame. True. The men that are like, I'm gonna go home and sleep <laughs> with my wife. Literally, like, he like yells yeah. it awkwardly. You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what made this movie so funny is like, it was so subtle. Yep. The comedic lines were so subtle and oh my god, I just want to be friends with Mrs. White. I want to <laughs> hang out with her. Oh, and I realized too, I'm seeing one other line where it was the Mrs. Peacock ending and then Wadsworth or someone is like, the FBI, they always get their man. And Mr. Green goes, Mrs. Peacock was a man? And then Wadsworth <laughs> slaps him in the face and when he turns from the slap, he gets slapped again by Colonel Mustard and he flings over like like this, the railing or something. It's so funny. Amazing. Amazing. He just constantly like tripped yes. or spilled or slapped or yeah. got slapped. He was just like flying all over the place. And then because, again, I'm with you. The last ending makes the most sense. And him being the FBI agent, then you're like, oh, he's so anxious. So that's right. why he's like so spastic the whole time. Because he's like, I am surrounded by murderers. Like, I'm literally <laughs> terrified. He's like, I know some of you are aliens. So I have to like, you know, keep my cool and upload the cover. And that's hard to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay, wait, we do have to talk about this one thing where they were like, well, I don't get it. Why did Mr. Body want to blackmail us? And then he goes, well, he thought you were all un-American. I know. I what like, an eye roll. Oh. Could you imagine no. if every person who was un-American by that definition got blackmailed? What? That's too much to keep up with. There'd all be a lot of people. The people. <laughs> a lot of people on there, man. The socialist comment just made oh me my God. literally laugh. I like yell laughed. Oh my God. Well, and especially after like all the Bernie memes. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I was like, okay, we need, okay. Yeah, you did it for something we posted where you put Bernie in there. And I'm like, okay, Clue needs to have a Bernie meme because of socialists. It's so funny. Yeah. I just wrote, all right, Judgy McJudge Shen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a good movie. I think if you've never seen this one and you like to laugh, which I hope you do if you're listening to us or if you're laughing at us, whatever your little heart desires, you should watch this movie because <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome. And I think you should learn from me. Don't care who the murderer is. Just enjoy it. Yep. Don't try to figure it out. Just have fun for it's the ride. It's just for fun. We're all Funsies. having fun. It's, we're all having a good time. Yeah, I can't find anything else. Can you? No, I think we did it. Going home to sleep with my wife. Sleep with my <laughs> wife. Bow, 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 bow. That's good music. Da, good da. Uh, period piece music in here. Yeah. Um, can I get a dad quote now? I'll try. I feel like Clue. Come on, he knows Clue. And I, I think I told him about it. So let's see. Hey, I was gonna try to get a quote. Oh. Okay. Okay. What are we doing here? Well, the movie this week was Clue. Oh, hey, good funny movie. Let's, I'm just going to get here, Bridget. Hi. Hey there. Hey, that was a good funny movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that the one with um, Tim Curry? Yeah. Yes. God. <laughs> I roll at Tim Curry. Well, every time I look at him, I see Pennywise. Oh, what a <laughs> reference. I told Bridget we have to do that movie, and she doesn't want to. Terrifying. So, um, no. But yeah, um, you know, if we did Clue in this house, <laughs> it, yeah. w- it would be Bear in the cage <laughs> with the dinosaur bone. <laughs> That's the best one. That's true. Okay. Wait, wait, Dad, okay. I gotta ask you. See you wait, next wait. week. Put oh. it back, put it back oh, on. He was tapping out. Oh, Bridget has a wait, question. Wait, wait, one, one question, Dad. Do you what? remember Mrs. White from that movie? Which one? It Was it, uh... Madeline Kahn? She had the short black hair. Oh, okay. Do you remember her making really funny lines about how her husband was an illusionist? And then he disappeared, and she said, well, he's a bad illusionist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I don't you, remember I that, thought that's, that's the good. Line you, I thought that's the line you would have done since you love magicians. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, see you later. Love you. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Clue can never happen in this house because everyone's in the same room at all times. <laughs> so everyone would know who did it immediately. <laughs> We're all in the room. We're all with each other. We all killed each it other. It was all of us at the same time with a TV the TV on in the background. <laughs>
<laughs> for all the murderers. My God. Kate, I think it's time that I give you a movie. <gasps> Yay! And this is going to be a movie you are picking for yourself. What and why are we doing that in February, Bridge? Do you remember? It's pick your own movie month because oh. of self-care and Valentine's <laughs> Day. Kind of. Ooh, ooh, yeah. 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 So Okay. Yeah. Can I also combine this pick with a fan pick? <gasps> yes, we love a good fan pick. Because a fan, her name is Wendy. Okay. She was one of my old bosses. Oh. And she's just a peach. Hi, Wendy. Her. We love you. We love Wendy. And she's a runner. So she likes to like listen to podcasts because she like runs long, long distances and just like needs to come up with other things to listen to. Okay. <laughs> and so she made this movie suggestion. And when she did, I was like, oh, I love this movie. And I think it'd be a really, really, really good one to like dissect. Ooh, okay. So it's from 1994. Okay. We did just do a movie somewhat recently with the main character and the famous line or one of them is well life is life a box of chocolates <laughs> you never know what you gotta get oh. forest gone I thought you were going to make a running reference because I started to make the connection. I just started running and I kept <laughs> running. That would make so much more sense since Wendy's a runner. I'm an idiot. No, 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 no. I like oh the chocolates. God. That's so much more normal. Um, every time this movie comes on, like randomly, I will always watch it. And I love the biography movies that take you from like start to finish of a character. Yeah. Do you like this movie? Yes. Oh, so it's a win-win. But it's one of those that I, like, I don't watch often, but I have seen through it a couple times. And it's good. It's a feelies. Hits me in the feelies. I know. I know I love all the feelies. I know. And, oh, Lieutenant Dan. Got some ice cream, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I'm gonna have ice cream when we do the episode. I just decided. So... Well, I'll have chocolate. <laughs> we both won't run. <laughs> have a box of chocolates and running. Have some shrimp. Jenny. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to learn more about the movie. And I also was just really excited that Wendy was into our podcast. So Wait, Robert Menkes did this movie? He did Castaway. Oh, he really? He literally was the director for Castaway. And he directed this. Wow, that's a funny connection I didn't realize either. Oh, wait, he was a producer for Castaway. Wait. Well, I hope you like Tom Hanks because we're just hitting up all the Tom Hanks people. Tom Hanks. We love him. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, he did direct Castaway. Sorry, I'm still in the Castaway thing. Yes. Wait, is it the same director as Castaway that does four Yes. Films? Cool. I'm excited. This could be good. I think so. So more Tom Hanks for mom and us. We have a fan pick. <laughs> And yes! because it was a fan pick, I didn't really have to think of a movie, which you know is my favorite to not think of a movie. <laughs> and you like the movie. So it's all wins around. <laughs> it's all good stuff. And listeners, if you would like to help Bridget not 
think of movies, <laughs> you can request a movie for us. We have a bunch of different ways you could do it. You can go to our website, sisterswhoseenit.com. And on the front page, it's got like these little scrolly, you know how websites have those. There's a little <laughs> form where you can request a movie and you can indicate if you think it would be a good pick for myself or for Bridget. And then you can also email us at sisterswhoseenit at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. And then also, you know, listeners, if you knew that it was Colonel Mustard in the <laughs> conservatory with the wrench or whatever we said in the beginning, then you also love Clue, which makes me think you also love us, which makes me think <laughs> you should write us a review. <laughs> Write us in a review. That was kind of like my Wadsworth. Like, I didn't know how I was going to get there, but like, I made it there. You high knees to the (laughs) point. I need to that that conclusion. Um, We love reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and probably some other places, but mainly Apple Podcasts. So, my dream is for someone to write a review that's like, it was Katie in the podcast room with the mic and then it was Bridget with the whatever and yeah like I I dream of someone like maybe it's back to Marcus 122 that we uh, love him we love him or her or Or her we love however you call yourself and I just dream of like someone getting really creative with reviews well Bridge um I just want to say that if you had three dead husbands (laughs) and you know you were at a party and a vet was there I would um I probably wouldn't kill her, but I would, you know, make an impassioned speech about hating her so much. <laughs> the the fl- flames on the side of my face, breathing breath, breathing breaths. I would say that. Oh, wow. I can't, I don't even, I'm trying to look up quotes to think about it. I'll just, listen, if your car was stuck on the side of the road and you couldn't take it, I'd pop my leg up to get someone to stop. Thank even God. if I didn't have shaved Then we'd legs. get picked up by Professor Plum and we'd be like, never mind, let us out. We'll just walk. We'd be like, we're waiting for Mrs. White. Keep going. She's yeah, funny. Boo. We didn't want Or you. Mr. Green. Where's Mr. Green? Oh my God, I would love to be in a car with him it'd be so fun i love you kate this is so fun and i love that you introduced me to movies that i don't think i appreciated and now i do because of you so thanks for that you're welcome i'm glad i got you all to join the cult that's <laughs> <laughs> my plan all along <laughs> <laughs> okay see you later love and, you uh, get ready to run forest uh, i just started running <laughs> listeners get your shoes on <laughs> Get take off those leg braces. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, they, he doesn't take them off. I think they break or something. I don't know. We'll have to rewatch. <laughs> it's, it's a long movie. We'll see. <laughs> okay, I love you. All Good right. night. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week!